0: we were like cats. If it fits, I sit, <laughs> <Sits>, right? <laughs> it's like we're we're kind of wiggling into these places. We're like, Oh yeah, this is comfy if I sit just like this. <laughs> I mean
1: If you like what you hear, sign up for more support with Meeting Your Needs with your weekly Universal Needs Notes at theuniversalneeds.com. And enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello.
0: Hey, everyone. So, how are we doing this morning? It's kind of a gloomy, cold, rainy day on the island, Mm -hmm. which makes everything a little bit more
1: challenging (laughs) (laughs) well given the fact that I just spent a couple of uh, uh, a few moments there trying to uh, change my setup because I thought there was a reflection on my pop screen and discovered it was actually a piece of fluff on my monitor so um, yeah that's where we're at this morning Um... (laughs) yeah
0: and a lack of lack of coffee trying tea for caffeine let's see how this goes
1: (laughs) Well, I, um, I have hope, but I mean... Well, I mean, I, I, I do decaf normally anyway, so I'm on the ginger tea in the hope that I'll get a bit of a zing, that that will help as well. But, um, but actually, I think it's kind of... it's, <laughs> Off the back of our last podcast, it's kind of perfect that um, we're where we are this morning because um, we're talking about control this morning. And perfectionism and, uh, perfectionism and control uh, tend to kind of show up often side by side um, because our tendency to want to be perfect, we tend to cr- try to create perfection by trying to control everything. And so it's kind of perfect that last uh, the last podcast we recorded actually quite late at night. So we, would, we were in a space where we probably weren't going to be perfect. And we did that consciously. That was like a mindful decision. Let's do it now because we know it's probably not going to be perfect. And that's exactly what we want for that episode. And it's kind of also... Um, interesting in a in a good way that this morning we're doing something about control where we're not in a space where we're gonna control like we wouldn't I mean even if we were still in that space, I mean we're both recovering people who very spent very much spent a lot of their time focusing on trying to control things right mm-hmm. yep trying to control um, the situation and absolutely and like recovering perfectionists so the fact that we're doing this podcast now where. Things are a little kind of lower energy than, than they would normally be when we start recording. I actually think is is quite, quite a good thing. I think it, it fits very well with like we're not controlling everything because there was a time where I think we would have gone, you know what, we're not recording this morning. We're not in mm-hmm. a space to create the perfect podcast. We're not going to be able to control all the things because we're not as on our game as we would like to be when we're recording. But in actual fact... I actually think sometimes things things come up when we're not in that ding, 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 like quote unquote perfect or like completely on our game space that sometimes I don't think would come up Mm-mm. when we are. So I, I actually think it enriches these conversations and it, it makes them more um, more real and more authentic and more whole in the fact that we, we kind of cover all the aspects. That's I don't know how you feel. That's how I feel about I, it.
0: Yeah, my off the game brain is it's fantastic. Right? It's, it's creative. It's... Uh, confusing but I mean it will take you on an adventure so. And uh, if you
1: want real this is the way to get it. uh, Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, So today we're going to talk about how the need to have control is actually controlling you. Mm -hmm. A lot of people struggle with the need to have perceived control and I use that word perceived because control, we'll get into it a little bit later, it doesn't exist.
1: Well, it's more of an illusion, isn't it? It's it like is. it's like we we think we're in control, but actually, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> not not really, not not in the way that we that we think that we are. When you know, in those, like, yeah, I've got this, I'm, I've got it, everything's under control. Really?
0: <laughs> are you sure? May- maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to show you the flip side of the coin, but <laughs> 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 the reason for this is a lot of people do not have a well met security need and this is about your physical and emotional safety yeah so the belief is if i have control of things that'll be safe and it's a strategy to get our security need met mm-hmm. but in actual effect, control is an illusion as claire said isn't
1: there something illusion. else we spoke about recently that was an illusion as well oh it's that thing that tends to show up with control right perfectionism and like perfectionism is an, uh, is an illusion and control is an illusion isn't that funny hmm Funny how those things work, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but it, it's also an illusion that we tend to buy into.
0: Oh, definitely. Like, I mean, we're we're on the David Copperfield train with the magic show <laughs> there, where like, oh yeah, like this I is, got I it, people. That's such a good to be able to say I got this. Mm-hmm. People feel like that I'm in control of the situation.
1: No, I got this. is mean means I know how to meet my needs like right throw it at me absolutely and the thing is it's an illusion that you and I both bought into for a long oh, yeah. long time like oh we sometimes we, I still am like oh oh you're not real yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you I see you creeping in there that's not how this works yeah it's that realization of um that we've spent a long time trying to control because we thought it was possible to control and there are things that we can influence and there are things that are completely 100 percent within our sphere of control but not normally the things that we're trying to control when we think that we quote unquote have control right yeah,
0: absolutely um and as you said there are things that we can control and the only things that we can control are our own actions our own choices and our own behaviors. Mm-hmm. How we choose how we choose to respond to what's happening in life, right. that's what we
1: can control. Right. And even that, I might like, I don't even like using the the word control when it comes to those things. Mm-hmm. I personally, control feels um, tense to me. It feels like restrictive, like limiting. For me, like I prefer choose. Yes. Like like, like uh, we can choose our actions. Mm-hmm. We can choose our choices. And by choosing that, that's 100% within our sphere of influence. Um, I think that like it, we, we spoke about um, the importance of language in terms of not harming others in episode 19 the c-word if you haven't listened to it I highly recommend going back and having a listen to that one um but language isn't only important in terms of not doing harm to others it can actually make a huge choice a huge uh influence and impact on how we feel about things and when we think like I'm controlling my actions I'm controlling my choices I'm controlling my behaviors it there's it kind of brings this feeling of tension within the body and it feels very restrictive like like we've like um like Heavy. Um, whereas when I think, oh, I, I'm choosing my actions. I'm choosing my choices. They see, oh, like, it feels like I can breathe like that mm-hmm. that 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 control like I feel like that like my breathing's almost restricted when I think about it when I think of like choosing something I'm like oh I've got I can choose that that's something I can choose and it's a hundred percent within my sphere of influence so I just wanted to jump in there because that that and I will do another podcast episode without doubt about language use and how language can support and and not support our needs so well because I know it's been a big thing for you personally, it's been a big thing for me personally. Um, but I just think that even using this word control when it comes to ourselves, it can really affect how we feel and it can, it can affect our needs. And to tie on to something that you just said, now I
0: just got to remember what it was <laughs> you just said. We're going to be imperfect on this episode too. Yeah, you're not getting the edited version. <laughs> so take a moment, take a sip of your coffee while I think of what I'm, I was just I'm going to have a sip about. of my
1: tea. We're talking about language and about yeah, um not using the word control about oh,
0: choosing. <laughs> I got it <laughs> um, control is a constricting word, yes, it, like clear it really kind of binds you and it boxes you in, and mm-hmm. just the usage of that word it's like, ooh, like it's almost like a ten your body tenses up, yeah, but choice is empowering and empowering empowerment and choice actually meets one of your needs mm-hmm. and I know we're going to go into it uh it more and it a- meets more than one. Yes.
1: There's one it has a massive there's- impact on but there's there's others as well.
0: Choice has helped me with my own self-empowerment and my personal power right. in ways that I mean, we're going to get into it a little bit later in this episode. This was something that I really struggled with at mm-hmm. first.
1: And I just I got to say it's really quite funny thinking about the fact that I mean you've just you said something that was really important there which is that 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 work control is constricting it's like putting it's like putting you in a box and we are two people (laughs) if anyone tries to put us in a box it's like oh yes yes (laughs) screw your box I don't want to be in a box there is no box punching out of it yeah I almost almost took out a headset
0: there punching (laughs) I got I, I mean that's how Boxes, like I get angry. I almost Uh -uh. took out
1: the podcast setup trying to punch away from the invisible (laughs) box. No boxes here. And it's interesting (laughs) how, if we perceive that anybody else is trying to put us in a box, (laughs) <laughs> oh, hell no. That's not happening. But we put ourselves in this box for so many years. Like, we were like, oh, this is kind of a cozy box. We didn't realize it was a box. We didn't see it as a box and we didn't notice. Hold on a second. I'm putting myself in a box. I hate this. Like it, We were like cats. If it fits, I sit. <laughs> it sits. Sits, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're, we're kind of
0: wiggling into these places. We're like, oh, yeah. This is comfy if I sit just like this. Oh, really? I mean, like you had to get yourself into the perfect position. No, you're...
1: Yeah, and the funny thing is, is that in these days, if we think that like we are more aware of it now, definitely. Um, and also, I mean, we're we're both um, we're both Sagittarius, and obviously, we've got different elements in our um, in our charts. But um, that kind of sense of freedom and adventure is a big thing for us. So, like now, even if we're, like we notice that we're starting to put ourselves in some kind of box, it's like, oh, hold on, hold on there's another way. There will always be another way of doing this. No boxes here. So mm-hmm. it's just, I just thought it was really funny when you said that. I'm like, oh my goodness, you're right. And we were putting ourselves in boxes and we hate that. Yeah. I mean, like as you're talking, I'm getting that kind of feeling. I'm like, oh, yeah.
0: I get kind of itchy. I'm like, nope, I got to stretch. And <laughs> <the>, I breathe? And <sighs> the more I realize breath. it's an illusion, I'm like, the, it's, it's like sunken so well that it's just an illusion. I'm like, I don't even use, I, I don't even want to use the word anymore because right. I'm like, you can't. Like, there is no box, <laughs> right? <laughs> the box is in your imagination. But,
1: that's the funny thing is that the, the, is that the control isn't an, uh, is an illusion, so that control box doesn't exist. But the impact that, that that the perception of that has on you, it still constricts you as if you were in a real box. It's almost like you're in a plexiglass box where, like, it doesn't look like there's a box there, but all of a sudden if you try and like push against, it's like, oh, oh no, I can't breathe and I can't mm-hmm. stretch and I can't move. But I can't even see why because I can't see the box because it's not really, I mean, it's a, it's a weird, like when you actually kind of break it down. We're it's all kind of mimes. Weird. Sorry? <laughs> We're all mimes. Right? The- like, <laughs> yeah. Like, let me out.
0: Let me out. It's like, just, just step out.
1: Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's kind of
0: funny because the more we try to control others in outside situations, the more
1: we actually realize we don't have control. Right. And so I'm going to jump in here. So the less safe we feel, because remember, this is often linked to the security need. And so because we feel less safe. Oh, because we feel less safe we try to get more control. Right. Like uh, we're like, trying to, I'm like, well, believe really, that's so seamless between the two of us. I love that. It was like, Oh, hold on a second. Oh no, I get it. I see what she's, I see where she's going with
0: this. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I knew, I knew you would. I knew you would. So when we realize we don't have control all of a sudden, we're like, Oh no, I don't have that. I need it. I need it. So we try to take more control. Yeah, and then we so realize fun. we don't have control. And then and we, we try to take safe, control more. And right? then yeah. so on and so forth. And, 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 and and, don't get yourself into an and spiral. Oh my goodness, no.
1: Because oh, the, so con- tr- the more we try to control, the less safe we feel. And I just want to kind of just, just jump in there, like how interesting this is. And this shows up so frequently with needs, which is that by trying to meet a need, we often compromise needs. And what's really interesting in this situation, and this comes up very frequently with a lot of other needs as well. By trying to meet our security need, we actually undermine and negatively impact our security need because of the strategy, because of how we're trying to do this. And this is why we always say like how you how you try and meet your needs is as important, if not more important, than it is to know what your needs are because the how can make such a huge Mm -hmm. impact to the feeling that we have. But also it can actually be if we're not mindful of the things that will actually affect the how in a way that will mean that it will meet our needs better, we can be doing this thing over and over again trying to meet the need and hold on a second, actually, it's compromising the need. Uh, I'm just trying to think right now like which episode. We went into, I think it was maybe episode three where we went into the um into the what our needs are and how and we talked about the red green spectrum if you haven't gone uh, gone through them i highly recommend going back and listening to those first few episodes that we recorded the move ever miles we do a little overview and then we kind of drop into some of these concepts at a deeper level but really understanding the way that we meet the need is so important and this is one example of why because if we don't understand the best ways of meeting our needs, we can be doing something to try and meet our need and actually be costing the very need that we're trying to meet. And in addition to that, you could be
0: trying to meet this one need and doing these things that really aren't meeting the need are actually costing the need. And you're actually costing all of oh these goodness. needs because you're so focused. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And this one, you're not even doing it. And then there's 20 other things that right. are getting impacted. And then you come out of this situation, you're like, well, that's done, but fuck. Right? Like, where did these come from? Well, that came from you trying so hard to meet this need in a negative or non-effective way. Right, exactly. When we're taking the wholeness of our yeah. needs into perspective, we're able to see, like, oh, I can meet this need in this way, but oh, it doesn't mm-hmm. quite feel good over here. Right. Wait a minute, I can do this, which it, it meets this need and it meets these needs? Yeah. Holy crap, like, there there is that option you just yeah, have to doing it. you sure. have to find it and sometimes yeah. it doesn't look the way that we think Expect it should it to, yeah. it's not the way that we you know may want it to we right. can't control <laughs>
1: how it looks um, <laughs> and it may not be the way that it has looked for a long time it, it may re- may require some change and actually i'm really glad that you brought this up we're going to do an upcoming podcast on the the needs formula, where we start talking about this, like where we need make, need to make sure that there is a balance where it's the way that we're trying to meet a need isn't costing a bunch of needs. And I've got an amazing story to tell about um, some work that I did with some high end clients. Uh, several years ago, which just so perfectly illustrates and highlights that you can be doing something to meet your needs and not being aware of just how much it's costing your needs on on the flip side. So we will get into that in another podcast episode. Stay tuned. So it's important to say um, that, there, uh, that this can be very helpful to be aware of because as the attempted, uh, um, the attempt to have perceived control is an attempt to get our security need met, when we learn, oh, welcome to Key West, whoever's just flying in. Um, when we learn how to meet our own security need in nourishing ways, in fulfilling w- uh, ways our perceived need for control reduces and in some cases can disappear completely because control is an ineffective way to try to meet our security need. If we find effective ways of meeting our security need, the desire to use that strategy melts away. It's like we were talking about on uh, one of the previous episodes. If we believe this is the only way that we can get it, I think it was the perfectionism episode. I think it was the last one we were Mm -hmm. talking about where it's like, if we believe that we have to be perfect to get our needs met, and we get our needs met without being perfect, oh my goodness, it actually starts to undermine that belief. The same is true with this one. It's like, if we believe that we have to have control in order to be safe um, to get our security need met, if we get our security need met without having control, it kind of undermines that belief system. And that can help us to kind of reduce and, um, uh, and release some of the, that, that perceived need um, and that desire to have the control. Now it is important to say at this point um, that in a uh, we we live in a society that is actually not safe for a lot of people um, for a number of different reasons and um, it may be because of systemic privilege where they just simply are less safe. I mean, one of the the um, horrific examples is um, is women are just less safe when out and about living their lives um, because of the systemic privilege we have in our society where some people believe they have a right to, um, to attack women. Um, and obviously that's one level of um, systemic privilege. And it's even worse when we start to look at um, black, brown, Uh, Indigenous and other melanated women and when we start to look at trans women and we start to look at um, uh, I mean when you layer on the levels of privilege the level of safety goes down I mean when you look at the um, and just trigger warning here we're going to I'm just going to mention about the violence against trans women when you look at the rate that trans women are killed every single year um and the number of those who are black brown indigenous and melanesian people if you don't know uh, that term that was a term that's a co- uh, that was coined by um according to wheeze uh, and if you don't follow her i highly recommend it her content is amazing um then um it, so it's important to be aware that Our society is just not as safe for some people that it is for others. The security need is always going to be affected until there is systemic change. That means that we are no longer, um, we no longer as women feel unsafe and those people who are more marginalized than we are are also less safe so as we learn to meet our own needs and especially for those of us with systemic privilege as we learn to meet our needs we need to be a part of creating systemic change in our society so that we can all feel more safe and secure so that our security need is not going to be compromised by our social environment because remember with that interconnectedness piece if somebody else um, the more barriers that somebody else has to getting their needs met and therefore the less their needs are met, the more it's going to affect us and our needs as well. So we need to be a part of um, recognizing that, that objectively this world is not safe for a lot of people and so not only do we want to start to meet that security need in whichever way we can within that context so we feel more safe and more secure than we did, but we actually need to also be a part, um, especially where um, the world is a bit safer for us because we have more privilege, to be a part of creating that systemic change in order that um, those it's, those needs are not being compromised for anybody because ultimately, uh, and I think we also need to do an upcoming episode on the forest, the trees in the forest. Yes. Um, when we'll, we'll we'll get into that. Um, I think we've done we've done we've kind of mentioned it. But the the um, the relationship between us as individuals and our social environment, like we're trees and we live in a social environment and a physical environment that is that is the forest around us. And we're going to do a, a podcast explaining about that relationship a little bit better. Um, but I just wanted to say, like, because it's very easy with those of us pr- with systemic privilege to go, oh yeah, I like I'm like I can meet my safety need. It's easy to meet my safety need. Well, yeah, if you have more systemic privilege it is easier for you to make uh, meet your safety need if you don't have those levels of systemic privilege you have way more barriers to overcome in order to create safety and even there is a limit to what we can do for ourselves because that safe that lack of safety is a systemic issue that's caused by the environment that we're in and the other people that are in that environment so we want to be aware of okay we need to start changing that system and do the our part in order to be a part of creating that change Sorry, that that's was true. no. Thank you for. I'm just going We weren't.
0: I, that wasn't initially in there. So I'm taking it all in. That was my pause. Like, yeah. Thank you for putting that all out there because I mean I think that's really important and for. People who hold privilege, you know, that's how I started learning. Just the little bits of information, then dive a little bit deeper because it is important to remember we do not all
1: have the same privilege and we don't have the same layers of safety and and therefore it's harder for some people to get their needs met than it is for others. mm -hmm. Like, Like, coming back to needs, it all comes back to needs, and the reality is it is just easier for some people to get their needs met because they don't have those barriers. It doesn't mean to say it's easy. It's just easier than it is for the people who have those level those levels of barriers. And mm-hmm. the more barriers there are, obviously the the harder it is for them to get their needs met, the, the further away they are from that level of fulfillment that those people who have privilege have. Mm-hmm. And if...
0: And back to I don't want to kind of move on, you know. Right? It's like how do you move on from that? Because I kind of want to go down into it more. Yeah. But um, I'm I know we'll get into this in a further episode. There will be more podcast <laughs> episodes about this, without doubt. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, um, so back to control a little bit, well, a lot of it, cause that's what the episode is about. I right. guess. <laughs> um, I really, really, really struggled with control. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny. We were trying to come up with real life examples for me. It was so hard to remember them all because there were so many instances where right. simply if it didn't look a certain
1: way, it wasn't successful. Like, and actually I want to go one step further. If it didn't look your way. Yeah cuz i and i and i'm saying that this is not me pointing the finger at serena mm-hmm. i used to be the same way so i completely get it well in perfect to
0: one person my level if it's something i'm doing my my perfect is even higher so right. yeah Yes, Mm -hmm. very much, (laughs) very much so. Um, I mean, it really affected all areas of my life. It affected my marriage, my work, my friendships, and even like the fun things. Like we've talked before, um, Fantasy Fest down here is a huge event. And I think we mentioned it in one of the episodes, Mm my um, love of making costumes and the need to have perfection or control over like every piece of costume that went out because I, you know the perceived right. value there were so many layers to it yeah but I was trying to control the situation it's like no that that glitter is off Serena nobody's gonna notice that but I do like those little things just right. would spin me out and then I wouldn't do I'd be aiming for a perfection, not good enough and then it would be right
1: down to the wire and I'd get it done but and it's interesting actually because um this This kind of um, dovetails with something we talked about within the Self First series. Like this example that you're giving, it wasn't also just about the costuming. Um, I've remembered like how many times had we, you and I spent hours putting these costumes together for this one evening. And then when we were with a big group of, like a big group of Mm -hmm. people. And when some of those people decided they wanted to do something different to what we were doing, I remember it really affected your experience of that night mm-hmm. um and being and because you weren't in control and you wanted to control what the night looked like for everybody mm-hmm. because you had an idea in your head of how it was going to look yep. and when when they when they um went a different way I mean literally physically went a different way <laughs> yeah, uh, was like, oh, oh 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 okay they've gone um and I remember like that one that one instant it it, it really affected your night mm-hmm. um and it did for me too like I was like, oh, I thought we were all going to hang out tonight. I think um, every,
0: I think everybody was a little bit, like, yes, oh, but it, I, for me, it was everybody else was on. I was like, are you fucking? <laughs> I mean, I, I took it to a like internally. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. I didn't, you know, try to affect anybody else's night. But I'm a high energy. You put me in a costume, I'm, I'm done. I'm just all I'm, in,
1: I, all extra, the all whole, on, all whole shebang. <laughs> and I was just really quiet. I was just like. Yeah, now I'm, I'm, and I I immediately knew. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Like, I can tell Mm -hmm. something's going on, and And that ended up controlling the night. It did, and it affected, and it actually ruined your night because. Mm I remember we didn't even. I don't even think we stayed out. We just. We actually went. I think we. I think we went home. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, is that this kind of dovetails quite nicely with um, we mentioned uh, in the self first series about Serena's birthday party this year, where again we had a significant group of. People. It wasn't quite as big as the other one, but it was a st- significant group of people still, and it was remarkable seeing having done the needs work. The difference in you between that experience mm-hmm. and this experience where when when other people went off to do things, you were like, "Oh, cool, okay, well, we might see you later we're gonna we're doing this and that was the thing was that we chose like looking at that that difference in in language again, mm-hmm. you chose that and, and you knew that I was with you the whole night, no mm-hmm. matter what happened because that was what I was choosing. I wanted to be there, I wanted to be a part of it all night, and there were a couple of other people for whom that was true as well. And I think I think there was probably maybe two or three... I think there were three people that were actually with you all night. That that no matter what happened, maybe two. Yeah. No, it was it, it was, was three. Yeah. Once we picked up the third person. Yeah. Yeah. There was just those... And
0: one of them was a dear friend that I love, but very random in the mix. Like it was right. <laughs> Claire and my husband and then another... Fr- another friend. Another friend. It, but it was... Magical, and somebody went. You know, oh, this person went to dinner. Good, they need to eat because right. if they eat and come back, they're going to be so much more fun, better. Not, you know, like,
1: like, why wouldn't they're I? They're going to enjoy it. They're going to enjoy it more. Let them. Okay. Like, and I remember you saying to me, like this like these are the people i want to be with me all night and i know i'm going to have a good time and the cool thing was we had a great time when mm-hmm. there was a huge number of people with us we had a great number of uh, great time when there was just literally the three or four of us because mm-hmm. there was three of us before we got to that point where we picked up the fourth person yep and um, then other people came back and it yeah. was like oh you came back Awesome, Come and on, then, we're still having fun. And then we had dinner. We ended up eating with them, even though they'd already eaten. So we all like hung out a little bit more. And then some people were like actually, you know what? I'm kind of feeling it. Uh, I think I'm gonna go home. And you're like, cool. Um, and it was so interesting because, and the, and, the, and the interesting thing also was like from my point of view, this this night it didn't end the way it was quote unquote supposed to. Not at all.
0: We, I actually actually after my friends, yeah. the first group of friends were like. Um, oh we do one more bar and it's it's over and i'm like yeah no no, go like cool thank you for coming back you know like all of the things and then we got to the next bar and i was like i'm done like this was because we started early like we we started
1: like 4 p.m so it wasn't like we'd been out for two hours and i decided to call it this was—I mean, we'd was probably like, been out for like six or seven hours. At it this was point. like twelve thirty. Yeah, one. exactly. And
0: so- I mean, we wanted to go sing karaoke, and that was the end of the night. And that's always like an amazing end to the night, and it usually goes till four thirty or so. And, and
1: so much so that the. <laughs> when we, because we actually did a little stop at the same place earlier on in the, in the evening, and, and as you may or may not remember, the theme of this party was all that glitters isn't old, because it was a it was a significant birthday for Serena, um, and so we had glitter. Like Serena had actually hidden glitter somewhere in this bar, so we could return to it later and have fun. That if we didn't have any glitter left by that point, we could still have some glittery fun when we got to our final stop. We never made it. And it was like, and it was and it was interesting because on both sides, I had an expectation because I was the one who planned and organized everything that we were going to end up at this place at the end of the night. And years back, I would have been like, oh, like that, like it didn't go the way it was supposed to, i.e. the way I thought it was meant to go. I wasn't in control of it happening the way that I thought it was meant to happen. And it was and it was so funny because when you were like, okay, I think I'm done. I'm like, I'm like, and, and all night. I'm just gonna say, all night. Serena kept saying, I'm having such a great night. I'm having so much fun. I'm having such a good time. And I'm like, did you have a good night? Like when she when she left, I'm like, did you have a good night? She was like, oh my god, it was so amazing. Like, I'm like, if you had a good night and this is you done, awesome. Like that's amazing. And it was interesting, like on both sides of that, mm-hmm. how in previous years we would have controlled the situation or tried to control the situation or been disappointed or it negatively Mm -hmm. impacted our needs when we weren't in control and it didn't go that way kind of letting the situation control your emotions so the
0: control doesn't work in in either way because if she at the end of the night was like oh but I thought we were going to do this coming from a place she a We're really not there in our friendship anymore and from a place of self first i'd be like no i'm actually tired let's let's do it this time or you know whenever another time right but i mean the situation didn't control and it was i mean it really was just amazing because there there wasn't any like if at any point there was a control element to that situation the next part of the evening wouldn't have happened, which well, and
1: it reminds me in, in a lot of ways of a um, of a similar situation I was in with a friend whose birthday it was many, many, many years ago. I mean, we're probably talking probably fifteen years ago, and um, we were doing um, we were doing the Circle Line pub crawl in uh, in London. Uh, whereby um, you're meant to do a, a drink for every um, stop on the Circle Line, which used to be a circle and now isn't. Kind of looks like a lasso. It's kind of weird, um, but we 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 attempted to do it. Um, a couple of years earlier and we actually got beaten by the licensing laws in London because you didn't have 24-hour licenses at that point and um there was nowhere to get drinks at the like last three stops that we were supposed to be we like oh we didn't complete it so a few years later um we we did we'd made another attempt to do it again um I mean you can tell how long ago it is because there's no way I'd be doing that these days but um it was a really fun night and then we got maybe th- three quarters of the way around two thirds of the way around and the person whose birthday it was who was celebrating started to not feel well and it it wasn't like an alcohol not feel well like she wasn't like she was sick um and I and of course at that point you're like this is your birthday I'm sticking with you. you you do what you need to do but there was that little part of me that was like oh like we, we could have completed this I mean of course that, that's kind of weird even saying that out loud now like what would I have wanted Serena to have done in previous years like fought through and not enjoyed going to karaoke just to be at karaoke because that's how I thought it was supposed to I mean when you put it in those terms like <laughs> you like, sound silly <laughs> I do it sounds ridiculous but it's true like that's mm-hmm. often what like if you think and I think sometimes that helps us in terms of this control thing when you actually word out mm-hmm. and speak out put into words what it is that you're feeling disappointed about like oh hold on a second this is just <laughs> this is not this is not a, a great way of approaching this no no so, um, and I know that you used to have this this challenge with uh with vacations right yes
0: um I love planning trips and I always try to find like the coolest little things to do and um I used to as I said have a little issue with control and I'd just tiny, yeah. yeah. Just a little bit, just a little bit, bitty bit. Um, and like, I, I'm hesitating on this just because I feel so bad. Um, shout out to my travel buddy for life, Christina, because she put up with this a lot. <laughs> um, I plan these vacations and I, I have maps of what's in every area and, you know, all the things to do. And if something didn't go right, I would absolutely lose my shit. Total meltdown like on a pendulum swing like whoa. I mean, I'm my Well, I've said her name, so Christina, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to reach out and check with her to make sure she's okay (laughs) with the shout-out on this, just so everybody knows. Um, But there were times where I remember we went to San Francisco, and we got dropped off like two miles away from where we were supposed to be. She's like, all right, let's walk. And I start, like, I'm huffing and puffing, and I think I was probably crying. I know I'm, like, swearing. And all of a sudden, the distance
1: between us just gets a little bit bigger what's really funny is that you put your hands in front of the mic as you demonstrated that and you sounded more (laughs) distant from the mic as you were trying to indicate it it was kind of funny I'm great at these sound effects (laughs) um
0: and it come to my she was letting me have I mean props to her most people would have been like what's wrong oh no trying to placate me she's like you take your moment you you you. calm down and you come back when you can be an adult right pretty much and I mean our trip was amazing and it was Every vacation. I mean, I don't know if I've ever had a perfect vacation, but I've learned to take those imperfections and take what I was trying to control and let it be the adventure. And like, who knows where it's going to end up now. And losing that control, that sense of the need to mm -hmm. control things has let me like really go with the flow. And it's put me in places I never would have been. It's introduced me to people I never would have met. I've gotten into situations where I'm like, actually, this worked out a little bit better. Well,
1: that's exactly what I was about to say. Actually, I was like the amount of time that having control is making it look a certain way uh, or wanting it to look a certain way. And actually, when you can meet that security need well enough that actually that that desire for control melts away, it's incredible some of the things that happen when things don't go the way mm-hmm. that were planned like i and i, I mean Amazing. i can't think of them i mean there's so many examples of this where it's like hold on a second a quick one i'm going to say is Claire's sure. celebration of life day the oh, first yeah.
0: year that we celebrated it it was when if we had we had a general idea ideas are cool we're not saying like don't have a plan don't just go willy-nilly through life but Be flexible. Be flexible. It was Mm -hmm. a loose plan, but there was a plan in place. Right. And if we had been like, oh, we have to be here, and this time we have to be here, and we're doing this, and we're doing this, that whole day was a mishmash
1: of just how it happened. Just awesomeness. Actually, and it was actually the second year we celebrated. The first year, we just did drinks, remember? I'd had a day, like, I'd been by myself most of the day, and then you and Joe came and joined me, and we had... Uh, we went to uh, drinks. We saw, um, I think we saw Dave perform. We ended up oh, at Bobby's. Yes, yes, yes. It was just like a, it was a, it was a, it was a much, much lower key celebration than the one you're talking about. Yes. But you're right. Like, I mean, we, what we tend to do is that when the way we kind of approach things now, and we'll, I'll get into this a little bit more in a minute, is that we have an idea about what we're going to do, and we set out to create that. And then we're flexible. It's like, oh, hold on. If that's not happening, okay, we'll do something else. And we'll see where it takes us. And it can be, I mean, almost—I mean, it's, it feels almost borderline magical at times. It's like, mm-hmm. well, whoa, your, how did we end up here?
0: Her, um, another example is the unbirthday party that I threw for Claire. And right. it was a surprise party with characters and all of these things. And we were just a teeny bit behind schedule. And some communications were off. And all of a sudden, Claire walks around the corner and we're setting up. And at that point, a couple of years ago, I would have lost, I mean, I would have ruined, that's it. (laughs) But it was, it it almost created an even more magical situation because she walked into a party that was happening, not a, it wasn't like a surprise. Like, she still got that. She was still surprised. Oh, yeah. And we still (laughs) continued to set up and
1: it just... And I got to help and I got to hang out with people and say hi to people. The thing is, if I just walked in, because it was a tea party, it was a sat-down tea party, we probably would have sat down. But I got to kind of mingle and talk to different people in a way that I wouldn't have done if it had gone perfectly. Oh, and I use that. I, I, if you're not watching the video, I've got my little um, air quotes up. Um, or if I think you have an air, quote
0: vote, an air quote voice. Oh, do I? You do. You're like, Perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> OK,
1: so I'm going to I'm, 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 I'm going to watch for that now. That's, you know, I'm going to be like, is she air quoting
0: everything <laughs> now? That's a bit ridiculous.
1: I think sometimes I use my air quote voice for the outro as well. Like I think sometimes it, it pops in there a little bit. That's more you're ra- for, for radio voice. Right. <laughs> but this is something that I mean, you found affected like all of the areas of your life as yes. well, right? Yeah. I mean, with
0: my marriage, stopping trying to control how. Mm-hmm. discussions when it, the, the need for control just in relationship like the second that was relinquished it was like okay because it, it no longer I had to, to be, enjoy it more yeah it no longer has to be in this box it can do this and sometimes we find some cool things that we really like in these outside areas mm-hmm. where if we were trying like me trying to control the situation I'm like no this is this is the box we're gonna be in and, and like yeah saying it I i i feel ridiculous i'm like
1: what was i doing in a box like who gave me a box and you were putting other people in boxes as well like we both were and it's like hold on we were putting ourselves in a box Mm -hmm. we were putting our relationships in boxes we were putting other people in boxes like friends work work had to look a certain way and
0: people had to act this way in relation to me for me to feel that this was going well and it's like no all right you know what like Work can be an ebb and flow too, and Mm -hmm. not everybody has to like me. And it's like, okay, I don't see what you don't, it's not to like. But cool, you have an option, you have the choice not to like me. Mm -hmm. That's your choice. Great. Cool. I'm glad you're making choices. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Stay out of the
0: box. It's not a cool place to be. As I'm waving (laughs) from.
1: Get rid of the (laughs) box. Like, no more boxes. Yeah, it's funny how many boxes that we put in our lives because of control. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know that um, I had a, I've had a long journey with this, um, and this combines, as I've mentioned at the, at the beginning of this podcast, perfectly with the last episode that we did uh, on perfectionism because I wanted things to be perfect subconsciously to get my needs met. Like I believed, like I had a subconscious belief that that's what would happen that if by getting my by being perfect, I would get my needs met, um, and I believed I was the only one. I mean, I can't. I mean, I know so many people who either were in this space are in this space. Um, I believed I was the only one who could do it. I was the only one who could do it perfectly. I was the only one who could do it right. What I mean is, I was the only one who would do it my way. Um, and so I used to try to do everything myself because I believed I had to be. I believed it had to be perfect, and I believed I had to control everything to make it perfect. And that controlling everything meant looked like doing everything myself to ensure it was right, to ensure it was perfect, and I'm telling you right now, like, it's ironic thinking about the fact that I was doing that to try and get my needs, because it was exhausting, I mean, it was costing so many of my needs, without me realizing it, I didn't know that's what was happening, Um, and it's been really interesting, like, the last 12 months, like, being on the other side of this control, like, mentality, Um, and I mean, when you've been in a habit for a long time, these things still pop up at times. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, hello, I'm still here. And I'm like, Oh, I see you. Mm-mm. No boxes here. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but it, there are times, especially when things are stressful, or things are intense, that, that those tendencies can kind of tend to pop up. The last 12, 18, 24 months have been a really great example of what happens when you can... L- Meet that security need well enough that you no longer have a desire to control it, no longer feel the need to have control. Uh, I mean, you look at what's happened in the last twelve months for me, and obviously, we've we've all been in this pandemic. We've all been in the situation that we um, that has been difficult okay. and that we've been struggling with. But in the last twelve months, I fell down the stairs and broke my back. Um, I got stuck in the UK, unable to get back to where my business partner was, um, to where a lot of my chosen family are to the place where my heart feels probably most at home, um, in uh, anywhere in the world. Um, I, um, I had to travel to another country in order to get into said country. And when I say, I mean, I make it sound, I mean, I'm kind of giving the, the, um, the light version of it, but I remember being on zoom calls with Serena, like summer last year where I would be sobbing, like I mm-hmm. I can't do this anymore. I cannot be just in one room. I'd been in one room for the majority of 18 months and I I felt like I couldn't breathe. I mean, I was, and I was, I'd coped with that 18 months because I knew how to meet my needs. And I knew I was reaching the end of that ability to cope. I mean, I know I would have been able to cope, but it was affecting my needs so much. I'm like, we need to find a way around. And we, I mean, we looked at every option possible to try and get me here. Don't go through all the options. No, we're not going through all the options. <laughs> I mean, when I, I, we get creative. I really, I really thought out of the box on Oh yeah, we things. get really like what about <laughs> (laughs) Well, that's an option, yes. (laughs) Um, uh, Which is what led me to go via Mexico to get in here. That was the option that we ended up choosing. And then I got back here, and then I had to deal with, uh, as we spoke about um, again. uh, I think it was uh, how to stop yourself from burning out. We we talked about like when you're finally in that space where you can relax, and um, I think that's episode eighteen, where once you can finally out the other side of the experience that has had you burnt out then you got to process the experience that led to being burnt out that then happened uh i then twisted my ankle um now as a dancer who hadn't danced in nearly two years getting back here dancing for two weeks and then being laid up where i couldn't even walk for i mean it was a good month mm-hmm. i was probably off um i then had two really nasty viruses back to back that were not covid um but really took me out at the knees like i was in bed with like fever and chills very unusual for me it wasn't um something that happened um very often then i got covid um and i mean when and then obviously i was trying I, i've been um i put in my application for my um us working visa um so there was a huge amount of stress and pressure and we went through so many things like our original attorney ghosted i mean there was a, there was so there's been so much that has happened over this past year and i remember um that we were talking about it just recently and Serena's like, you want a great example of letting go of control your last 12 months, because at any one of those junctures, I mean, and there were times where it started to crop up. Like mm-hmm. when I was stuck in the UK and couldn't get back that like tendency of like, Oh my God, like, what can we do? Like, we have to make this. And, and all of a sudden, Okay what's the way that we feel that we feel is the way that's in alignment for this to happen and as soon as we it was interesting because as soon as so we looked at lots of different options as soon as we picked mexico everything started to flow it like it felt there was a sense of ease around it, it took mm-hmm. effort but there was a sense of ease around it same thing with um the visa application it felt like we were banging our head against a brick wall for a period of time and i'm like and i'm panicking like oh my goodness like i don't want to i don't want to i get to the point where i have to leave the country and blah 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 um and then all of a sudden click something fell into space to place And if I had been trying to control it, I'd have been trying to force it to happen mm-hmm. the way that we had originally begun it, uh, with it happening. I can't imagine. I oh can't my even goodness. imagine. It, was, it would have been horrific. One, it wouldn't have it happened. It wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't be, still be here right now. Um, that's, that's just a simple fact. And by letting go of control and allowing it to kind of fall apart, which it did, mm-hmm. and then... All of a sudden another option came up and the option was actually so much better Mm -hmm. and it it, it seemed to be a a better option in so many ways. Mm -hmm. But if I tried to control it, I would have, I mean, I said I wouldn't be here right now.
0: It's almost like you're playing with
1: like,
0: I'm not sure if you have them um, across the pond, but Lincoln Logs, they're like little blocks that kids build cabins out of. Okay. like little cabin blocks Mm -hmm. or any sort of blocks you're building a house and then it gets knocked over you know out of blocks and you're like okay i'm gonna build the the same house and you keep doing that every time it gets knocked over what's happening because there's no sense of control that it needs to look this way yeah it's like all right actually i think i'm gonna put an addition on this time or now this time i'm gonna do a high rise this block
1: fell this place oh hold on if we use that that could become like a garage, or that could be um, uh, a um, like a guest suite. Like there's there's different. And it things. could be it could be anything, right? Like, it could be a dance studio. It could be a it could be our own karaoke space. I mean, right. who knows? You
0: can create when you let go of control. You can really create what you want to because you're able to not have it look a certain way. And I think that's part of the creation process. Is people get this idea? This is it. Right. This is what I'm gonna create. Right. That's the idea of what you wanna create. The The way to getting there doesn't
1: always look
0: how we want it
1: to. Or how we expect it to, Um. but it often can look better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you look at the fact that we're sat here right now. When I first started out this business, I thought I was gonna be doing it on my own. I never in a million years thought I would have a business partner. I thought I would end up working with a team, but I didn't think I would end up working with a business partner. And people asked me to do this podcast for so long. And I was like, "Mm, doesn't feel right yet. Yeah, I I get it. I think it's going to happen, but it's not. It doesn't feel right yet. It doesn't feel right yet. And even when we first started working together, we would never have thought of doing the podcast Mm -mm. together like this. I cannot imagine what the podcast would have looked like if it had just been me talking. I mean, one, I'd have got bored with that. I don't know about people listening probably would have got bored with that. Like the fun of this podcast, the reason it works so well is because of our dynamic and because we are silly and we bounce off each other and you say something. And oh, that reminds me of something that I wouldn't Mm. have thought to say on a podcast. Otherwise, we literally wouldn't be here if I had tried to control this process. And this was something that I found with the business is that, I can have an idea about where I think it's going and I can be moving it in the direction of that idea. And then all of a sudden this other option opens. And I'm like, oh, oh, OK, let's explore that one mm-hmm. then and see what happens. But the old me, the control me would have been like, oh, no, this is how it's meant to look. So we're going to keep doing that. And I, I just I just think how um, how less rich and how much less fun this would be if I was doing it by myself. You wouldn't have the fun, parent. <laughs> so I said to Serena when we were when we were planning out this set of podcasts, I'm like, I've just got to say, like, we 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 mentioned this in we mentioned this in several episodes. Like, we have this phrase that we use. I've just got to say this to clear it. And sometimes that's a serious thing, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like a silly thing. This is one of those silly things where we were talking about uh, the content for the podcast and how we split it up because quite often because I am a few years ahead of Serena on the path when it comes to understanding needs knowing about needs teaching about needs um, sometimes, and since you created the
0: content
1: well yeah that you too know, give
0: yourself that credit that too, <laughs> that too that too
1: that sometimes like because of that when we're when we're kind of going deep into um, content when we're looking at more nuanced content or more complex content uh, when we're spreading out the episode Serena will say oh can you do that um, or I'll say do you want me to do this piece um, and most of the time when I say that it's like oh yeah could you do that piece I could do this piece and I can do that piece um so I said to her I was like sometimes it feels like like I am the serious parent who does like the content and the the serious stuff and she gets to be the fun parent where like it's like you know sometimes in a in a in a parental um a unit um, that there's a, there's the disciplinarian and there's the fun parent uh, because they haven't found a way to be partners in all of those things. I mean, the good thing is is that as we're moving forward, that's getting more and more balanced. Like you're mm-hmm. delivering more content and I'm getting to be more fun. But yeah, it's that whole. Um, like sometimes I'm like, sometimes I feel like you're the fun parent. I want to be the fun parent. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. We should do an episode where it's like I'm not going to do any content. I don't want to do the series. I'm just going to be fun for the whole episode. <laughs> you're going to make faces, swear, right. and uh, Dance, make nonsensical do funny comments. dances on, on camera, <laughs> like all the things that, that you get to do. And that's a, that's the thing. But but it works because we under we understand the dynamic, and um, because we are partners in this. Us choosing to do that is us going, okay, this I know is my strength. This I know is your strength. But as we've, as it evolves, as it grows forward, again, it could have been something we would have controlled from the beginning. Like, okay, I'm going to do content. You're going to be the the light relief within this. And it has to come in here after this word yeah. at this time. Like, don't don't jump in the middle of my content. Like, don't jump in when I'm, when I'm in the middle of delivering. And there was, there, was, there was a time that would have thrown me where I'd have been like, oh, no, I'm, I'm trying to say something and you're jumping in. I love it when you do that because that like, again, it, it adds a little bit of light relief. It adds a bit of um, uh, sometimes it adds content that I hadn't thought to include because you have a different experience of this work. You have had a different perspective. You had different um, uh you've been able to see it come alive in different ways to the ways that I've seen it. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting how this control or rather lack thereof, or that ability and choice to let go of control because we know other ways of meeting our security needs, I think is the reason that this this feels so enjoyable, certainly for me to record. I hope it does for you to record. Mm-hmm. And I hope it is for you to listen to as well because I think that, that, that that's what makes this um, fun. mm mm-hmm that's why we're doing it we don't
0: want to do it for people to be we don't we don't want a podcast just to have podcasts
1: <laughs> yeah and we don't want it to be like okay sit down get your paper and pen we're going to teach you some stuff this week and while i'm sure there is um, there's valuable information that we share and i'm sure that people learn from listening to us like this we wanted to this to be a combination of yes we want to share about these things that are really helpful in life but we don't want it to feel like you're in class we want you to feel like you're a part of this conversation too and where we're, it's almost like that we're like with three friends sat around, sat on the couch with a cup of tea or coffee if it's Serena uh, maybe you like coffee too who knows uh, maybe you don't like tea or coffee you can a beverage of choice um, <laughs> and and we just sat down like hanging out having a chat and you're because that's really how you began learning about the universal needs wasn't it like that was what it was your, conversational yeah. it was
0: not content I mean Claire actually. Controlled what she released to it, like there was a conscious effort to Actually, not. I chose, you did choose. I chose, I you didn't did control, you I did chose. Did choose. Yeah, because as we've said in further, um, earlier episodes, the I've Got a Secret episode, we don't want pe- episode number eight. For those who are wanting to go back and listen to that episode, she's on point this morning. uh-huh <laughs> Um, my train of thought is I'm not- so sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you were saying about the you uh, know I've got i I've got a secret episode. Oh, yes. sometimes the it's, content. Yes, we want to make
0: what we share. Um, there are things that you need to know to apply this content properly to your lives. That's why some and things, to not have it cost you. Yes, because then have it work against you. We want you to. We want to help you meet your needs, not right. to impact them in any way. So yeah. we there's certain things that are held back and through choice, through choice. Yeah, and so it this is exactly the conversations that Claire and I were having, Yeah. my experiences aside. I was getting this, and this is how I kind of grasped the concept. And then right. a little bit more, I was like, okay, you're onto this, something. This all <laughs> came
1: about by Serena was sat at one end of a couch. I was sat on the, end of a, uh, the other end of a couch with various beverages of choice, water, kombucha, whether we were having lunch, whether we were having dinner. And we were just chatting about our lives and as we were chatting about lives, I would be like, "Oh, that's a need thing," and I would like, kind of mention about that. So we kind of wanted to create a similar kind of feel for you listening that you feel like you're sat on the couch with us having this conversation, um, where you're starting to learn about it in a way where it's like, "Oh, oh, that thing in my relationship, oh, that's a needs thing. Oh, that thing that's happening at work, that's a needs thing." Because it's when we apply the 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 needs to life that people really start to get it. Like I think people have an idea; they think they know what needs are. Like, oh yeah, I mean my needs I'm I'm having a sleep I'm having some water I'm having a bubble bath I'm doing my nails whatever it is which as we've discussed on previous episodes it's way more than that at a base level what meeting your needs is but also the nuance and how this applies to different areas of our lives it's not the needs is not just oh something that we do that we want to fulfill it actually becomes a tool that helps us to understand ourselves in situations understand other people in situations and understand how to navigate when when things come up or just understand why things have happened the way they are and if we want to choose something different be able to do so and I want to say um On that is we want to invite
0: you we you know we've said it before Mm -hmm. if you have questions if a situations arise reach out to us um, contact us through um, our Facebook group to Instagram uh, our YouTube channel Twitter Twitter shoot us an email yeah Uh, we want to hear from you because we want the content to be relative relative
1: relevant relevant See, normally we're really great at finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> Can't even finish my own sentences and, today. And if you want to email us, you can find out how to contact us via the universalneeds.com the website. Yes. Yeah, so get in touch. Like, let us know. And um, Serena's right. We want the, the content to be valuable to you, to be relevant. And if there's something you're struggling with, chances are you're not alone. There's probably a whole bunch of other people struggling with the same stuff. So by you asking the question, we'll be able to help all those people too. So um, I think that's it for today. Anything you want to add? Yeah, actually, I do, because
0: we've gone so long Yay. already, I want to just add a little nugget to the end. Um, a little technique that helped me when the control came up, that word, that feeling, that just kind of energy of control, just stopping and taking a deep breath, mm-hmm. like because that, that feeling of like, oh, no, there's a box, just mm-hmm. the box doesn't exist.
1: Absolutely. And, 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 and like dovetailing on the back of that, like once you've had that moment to stop and pause, asking yourself, what do I want to choose? Because that, again, just switching that language, um, and looking at what do I want to choose versus what do I need to control that, that trying to flip one to another, that can be a good way of starting to, to, um, to shift that pattern of, okay i got to control this. Uh, actually, no. What do I want to choose in this situation? Like, What am I trying to create? What's my outcome? And what do I want to choose that's going to help me to get there? So um, thank you for that little addition. It's not very often when no. I say, do you want to add something that you say yes? I'm like, yay, there's something more. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, so I think that's it for today. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Um, we're sending you lots of love. Um, stay safe. And remember, between now and our next episode, remember to keep meeting your needs. Lots of love. Bye. guys. That's it for today. If you liked what you heard and would like to see some of
0: Serena's awesome facial expressions, check out the video podcast via Patreon.
1: And remember when you feel safe and secure because your security need is well met, you'll feel more able to let go of the illusion of control. Well shit, it really is that simple.